Welcome to the Only in Movies podcast. I'm your host, Anari, coming to you from Austin, Texas. And I'm your host, Amato, from Buffalo, New York. The Only in Movies podcast is a podcast where we break down scenes and discuss things that happen only in movies. Today's movie is The Predator, 2018. It was directed by Shane Black, starring Boyd Holbrook, Trevante Rhodes, Jacob Tremblay, and you didn't put Olivia Munn on this list, but we have to add Olivia Munn on this list because she was the only person I actually knew going into this movie. So I'm a comma Olivia Munn. The plot, when a young boy accidentally triggers the universe's most lethal hunters return to Earth, only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and a disgruntled scientist can prevent the end of the human race. Ooh. All right, let's get into this. So before we get into the scenes, a couple things I want to throw out there. First off, this time... I'm actually prepared. I know, I know the characters' names for the most part. <laughs> the ones that matter. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of I you. even know some actors' names. So, But did you know that this movie had a number one opening weekend? And I mean, it's the second did it open highest. By itself? It had to be. <laughs> we'll get into that. The second highest worldwide gross of all the Predators movies with $160 million. And I was I like. I did see that. I saw the 160 and the budget was 80 So I was like, they made their money. They, they made their money. I, they did what they're supposed to do, so I I'm guess. not mad at that. That's a positive. They yes. doubled down, too, so everybody wants to double down. So let's get into the scenes. So in this podcast, each of us chooses three scenes that we think stick that stuck out, and we discuss those scenes. And then, if you were with us with the first podcast, we named it the Come On Man scene, and now that's evolved, and it's the Come On Fam scene. So we have a couple of scenes that are just like, come on, fam. This doesn't even make any sense. So I'll let Denari start. What's your first scene? So my first scene for this, and I, I feel like we have to stress, we don't just pick any scenes. We pick ridiculous scenes. And this movie really made it difficult to keep that list short. All it was right? chock full of them. Chock yes. full of ridiculous scenes. It was like one after one after one. Before we get fully into your scene, can I say one thing? Go ahead. Go ahead. When the movie starts, it starts at the school and it says, welcome parents and STDs. And Elizabeth screams, look, it says parents and STDs. And I didn't pay attention to that. That set the tone for the rest of the movie. But continue. That is the first thing that I noticed. I was like, <laughs> STDs. They couldn't have put a U instead of the D there or something. No. STDs. That was intentional. I realized that eventually in the movie that that was not an accident. That was on no. purpose. And it was the tone of the movie. Yes. it's. I think, yeah, we'll get into that. But yeah, so I ahead. had the same note. I was hoping that you did not miss that, but you, you didn't. <laughs> I would have so if I'm Elizabeth didn't point it out and scream. Because I, I, I think at that point, I looked down to write a note. I was like, that can't be that big of a deal. That was an accident. No, it was intentional. But go ahead. And it was blatant. They focused on that. So, yeah. <laughs> so, my first scene is the opening crash scene. So, this is uh, the opening of the movie. We first see, you know, the ship coming up. The ship crash lands. And we see Boyd Holbrook's character, Quinn McKenna, approaches the crash scene. He's checking it out. It's obviously not a recognizable aircraft. He seems to acknowledge this by being you know a little bit cautious approaching it he sees the glowing liquid on the floor and then he goes and touches it <laughs> he touches it and then sniffs it and after he sniffs it i was waiting for him to taste it and go all the way and right. just just take it all the way yeah, just, just put it you know like it, the right. old bad yeah like the old bad 90s movie 80s movie where you taste the blood and you could tell what's happening or whatever that was like you said that was a real tone setting scene for me for the rest of the movie in, in that scene there's one thing that i noticed too He's about to take the shot. He looks up. He sees the ship coming. He still takes the shot. And I was like, 
he doesn't notice it's an alien ship coming to crash at him. He he could have moved a little earlier and avoided a lot of the incident that he ran into running, have to fall down the hill. But he took the <laughs> shot and then wasn't able to take any more shots. It was just a lot. But go ahead. That's I don't I don't even Yeah, I, I give I give the metaphor of the doubt that he at that point he wasn't a hundred percent sure that, that, that was, was an alien ship. An alien spaceship. Okay. Yeah, it could have been a helicopter or something. So I give him the benefit of that. So yeah, so anyway, so after Mr. Uh, uh, Snifflot confirms that it is some Snuff random luff, I guess. liquid. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what about a glowing liquid would make you want to get it near your face, but after he did that, then I noticed, wait a second, the ship is like pretty high up. He could have just put his nose to the ship and sniffed it if he really wanted to do that. He didn't have to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he proceeds to deliver the line, nobody's going to believe this. So he knew this was some crazy stuff that right, people that are not going to believe. Right, that once in a lifetime experience that nobody would ever believe. And then he proceeds to stick his arm into the gauntlet as if it was a toy at a toy store or something. <laughs> so I have, why try on alien tech? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it just, was just, it just yeah. not like the, the sequence of events there. I was like, this is a military person, apparently trained, and he seems to have no issue getting himself into kind of dangerous situations and just trying stuff on. Random alien tech, just putting it on. That's actually kind of my scene, but my scene is, is a little bit after that because then he takes the ball, a little invisibility ball. He has no idea what this invisibility ball does. He he has an idea. He knows it makes him invisible. But he has no idea what other side effects things. And then he drinks it and ingests the alien technology. And I was like, you're just, just going to swallow a he, ball? Yeah, like, <laughs> not even keep it on him or in his no, pocket. he swallowed it. He swallowed it. But the, the best part about that is, if you paid attention, kind of went through the movie. So he swallowed that. Towards right. the end, he had to use the bathroom. To get it out, yeah. And then the ball came out. That as well. That's disgusting. <laughs> yes. And then you gotta do what you gotta do. Somehow Olivia Munn ended up with it, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll yeah. So I get that. There's definitely some overlap for that first scene. Yeah. It was the why would you try? I have why try on alien tech, drink alien tech. I also thought the music <laughs> was a clue for the tone set of this movie. So I'm just gonna get to something. Oh, I didn't notice way. the music. Oh, the music was torrid. Just I'm throwing this out here while we're. In early, this movie was ridiculous. It was just a ridiculous movie. <laughs> I didn't know what I know that they've done a lot with the sequels for Predator. They've had like you know Alien versus Predator. They have all of those. I haven't watched almost any of them. I've watched the original Predator. I wa- you know you didn't see Predator and Predator Two. Well, well, no, those are the one. Yeah, I think it's the original Predator. You know, back from the original series Inception. Okay. Not any of all so, these like reboots. But so happened. one of the things though about Predator Two for me is I loved Predator Two because I, that was like my first Easter egg. Where at the end of Predator mm-hmm. 2, they go into the Predator's lair and he has the alien head. That was like one of the first Easter eggs. I, I was low-key excited for this movie. I was like, oh, they're rebooting the series. This could be good. It wasn't, but we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I, because it was The Predator and not one of like the Alien versus movies, I, get, I had higher hopes as well. Yes, yes. So, okay. So, uh, both of our first scenes, essentially, I actually have yeah. one for that scene too. So, don't overlap. My scene was when the predator starts killing all the cops and he just he just kill oh he's getting out of the um the test facility he's killing up everything right he's killing things left and right he jumps into the back of the police van he kills all yes. the cops in the back of the police van 
<laughs> right? And then the guy looks back and goes, what's going on? And he pulls out the thumbs up sign. How does yeah, he that, know that... that the thumbs up sign is an okay sign? That was like bothering me. Like, how does he know? Did he do his research? He knows. Because it's not universal. A thumbs up sign no, in some other cultures is a bad thing. It's not just a, an earth thing. But he knew it's in an American America, thing. <laughs> thumbs up meant we were good. I thought that was completely ridiculous. So that that was uh, uh, my come on fans. One of my come on fans. We'll go out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you said, I, th- I felt like the director or, or the writers were purposely being a little ridiculous. And it wasn't even masqueraded as... I felt like this was the Deadpool version of The Predator, but it yes, wasn't as good. that's a good way of putting it. But that's it was, a good it way of putting it. It wasn't Deadpool. They really tried to be campy. Like, are you familiar with... You might be too young for this, but are you familiar with like USA movies from the 90s with Gilbert Gottfried? Gilbert Gottfried, no, would, think... he would be like the, the host for these campy, campy movies and they would show on USA and it would be like borderline softcore porn. So when you're like 13, 14, you're like, ooh, I might see a nipple. You're never going to see a nipple. It's on USA. <laughs> but it, you ha- the, the, the threat was there. This felt like that the entire time. Yeah, it was... Yeah, like but we have that overlap in terms of the come on fancy, but but and that's like I bring up that USA movie part because I love Olivia Munn, like I loved Olivia Munn since she was on Attack of the Show on G Four. Oh yeah, throwback. Yeah, they like wasted her, like she was wasted. I I'm a Olivia Munn fan from Newsroom. I don't know if you ever watched that show. I haven't watched Newsroom. No. Yeah, Newsroom. But she's also in one of the X Men movies. I, I don't know recall this. which one. I think it might have been X Men Apocalypse. But I looked it up and I saw. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she was into because I wanted to make sure that she was the same girl from G Four. And then did that mm-hmm. scene where she was about to almost get naked, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I never, I never cared less about Olivia Munn getting naked in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I would not care about this at all. Yeah, I'm a fan of Olivia Munn, and I like her in, in, when she's in TV shows, and I think I've seen her in other movies. That she's a very funny character. I felt kind of bad in the way that she was portrayed. Her character, the yeah, yeah, the character here was like, ugh. It, it was definitely a waste, and there were the, she wasn't the only one. But no, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get into to that. that a little bit later. Yeah. So, what's your next scene? <laughs> so, my next scene is actually right before your scene, where you talked about the, uh, the predator already having escaped the lab, you know, facility and being on the van. My next scene is the lab scene where he's he's still sedated. In yeah, he's still sedated in the actual test facility. Um, and when the spaceship is coming into Earth, that it kind of like phones home, and the the, the predator hunter kind of wakes up, and the random lab specialists see that he's waking up, right? And they go to hold him down. <laughs> they go to hold him down, and he holds him by the head. This dude has the largest fangs you've seen on anything. Yeah. And his his yeah. original thought was to go and hold him by the head. Why the fuck would you do that? So I actually then, have, uh, I have that as one of my come on fams. It's grab a predator. <laughs> and then they said he was heavily sedated. How do you know how to heavily sedate an alien? <laughs> so that's the second part of my scene. So right, the first scene is the random lab specialist grabbing the predator, right, yeah. by the head. First of all. That was a poor, poor choice, and we saw that a couple of seconds later. Right. You know what happened? It made to it said last obvious. Yeah. Yes. And then my second part of of that scene is, for some reason, the immediate reaction was to go hold. So they they were obviously worried that the restraints weren't going to work to hold them down, and their solution was to go and physically hold them down, as opposed to immediately going to the tranquilizer gun that was like two <laughs> feet away, as we saw like right after the predator ate the first lab specialist. I was like, so it was there the whole time. I was wondering. I was like, maybe they didn't have any tranquilizer. <laughs> Right no, there. she goes straight for the tranquilizer gun. I was like, you have six people holding that <laughs> that went directly to the predator, and hey, no one went him. for the tranquilizer like he was just gun. Just a kid, like oh no, yeah. But, 
I was like, oh, metal restraints can't do it. But yeah. Yeah, my daughter got <laughs> shot and like four nurses held her down. That's what it felt like for me. I was like, these these people can't. It's a predator. They, they ate their Wheaties today. You know, they, they thought <laughs> right, they could. They, they, they had a thug <laughs> cookie. I got this. <laughs> so that was the second part of, of the, that scene that I was just like, why? And if they wouldn't have shot a tranquilizer gun at all, then, you know, whatever. They didn't have access to it, but they immediately went to that. I was just like, why, why show us the fact that they could be tranquilized and no one had the opportunity to do that, apparently? So that takes me to my guy, Sterling Brown. Do you know who Sterling Brown was in the movie? Of course I know. Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, yeah. So did you, did you? Okay, so I wanted to know what his character name was. Do you know what his character name was? Traeger. You sure? Because I looked online yeah. and it said yeah. government agent. <laughs> and I was like, damn, they didn't even give him a name. <laughs> Like, no it's, way! It's Where so did, secretive wh- that he was—he was so undercover. He was government agent in the movie, though. You did you not hear his name in the movie I, at all? I, I did, and actually, I was trying to listen. I might have missed that. I could have missed that. So I, I didn't—I didn't hear it at first for the movie. So like in like the first half, I didn't. I just heard nobody him the first addressed part, like, him, Sir. right? <laughs> right. He wasn't like Walker. He wasn't going to hey, hey, hey. This is my name. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's a last episode reference for everybody. Sorry about that. <laughs> Poor Walker. <laughs> so go ahead. Yeah. So so his character, I have a a, a certain scene, a come on fam scene, or at least a, a note that I'll reference his name later on. But that's where I really got confirmation what his oh, name was. But I, I did have to like look it up as I was watching. I looked online and it said government agent. And I was like, they didn't even give my man a name. <laughs> On IMDb, or where did you look? IMDb had it. IMDb I just had looked at name. Google. I'm going to step my oh, game up. Government don't, don't judge me. Don't judge me, crowd. I'll step my game up next time. I will not. Come on. Uh, IMDb right. is the You're right. It's cast a government and, agent. and crew authority. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my next scene is they come to the house, the ragtag group of, I don't know, right. they get to, the, to, to baby mama's house, and mm-hmm. she, they're like, so where's the kid? She's like, he's out trick-or-treating. So first of all, what was he, like nine, ten maybe? <laughs> he was out trick-or-treating with no friends. Like if he had a two, three friends, one or two friends, she sent him out alone trick-or-treating and didn't even know what he was wearing. So let's say he goes missing, right? As a parent, how do you even describe, like, what do you call the police and be like, well, he was supposed to be a pirate, but that suit's here. So I have no fucking idea what he's wearing. Please find him, <laughs> officer. He's somewhere within the nearby area, and he might be wearing some clothes. Right. For <laughs> right. all I know. <laughs> right. Could be. Might not be. <laughs> I thought that was pretty pretty ridiculous. And then in kind of that scene, towards the end of that scene, uh, the guy asked the wife, Oh, uh, see, I didn't write the black guy's name down, and I feel bad. the The head of the the ragtag group, the ragtag crew, or what do they call it? The loonies. Yeah, the head of that themselves? group. Axe yeah, the, the loonies. Yeah, so that was you have his name. The, the loonies character. Yeah, that was um Trevante. So Trevante. Trevante Rose. I do actually have that written down somewhere, but Trevante says, "Tell me about your husband." And this chick told her husband's life story. She told everything. His jacket, like yeah, she gave him his yeah, jacket. Like, yeah, you fam, like. <laughs> How you know he wants you to know all of that stuff? My dad would have, like, like, just shut up, woman. <laughs> like, why are you telling me to get people all my business? He'll steal my identity. So I, I, I was... And she rattled it off, yeah, too. Yeah, I was yeah, like, that yeah. is a little bit odd that you know it that succinctly. She didn't, like, miss a step or had to think too much. She was like, he did bam, 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 bam. And then if we take a step back for a second, right, and we go back to your first scene, was 
the the dad just ragtag put on some alien tech. The son did the same shit, so it must run in the family. He sees the mask. He says, "Oh, let me just put this on my face, not even my arm." Like my dad, my dad's smart in this case. He at least put it on his arm. He put it on his face and just went about his business. I thought that was pretty ridiculous. Related to that scene, when the package arrived at the kid's house, I was low key upset. This guy really has no decision making skills because he sent it to the kid. Yeah, although you sent it to your your kid's home i was like what is wrong with you yeah but you know later on that gets redeemed because when he comes home to the loonies now with the loonies it should have went to his oh what do you mean the package got here yeah and i missed that at first i was like you know what you got it i will it should have went to his p.o box not to his kid i get that but it was still right i was like good job writers so the loonies let's talk about them so the loonies I was my, my my overarching thought was key is in this movie why Peel released the number one movie in America. <laughs> You're doing this and he did get out in us. You should feel a little sorry for yourself right now. Yeah, you like, but he had his other show. What was the show? Um, uh, uh, Friends after uh, college. Friends college? Yeah, I watched that. I watched oh, yeah, all I mean, of it. He wasn't the most was entertaining character though. He okay. was pretty annoying. All right, all right. So I did notice that I was like, he, he's he was the the comic. I mean, they were all comic relief. I don't even know right. why they needed they needed so much comic right. relief. It, it got, that show got comedy. a little extra too at times, like this movie. And then and then I had an evolved thought that maybe because I haven't seen us yet. But I, I've seen everybody talking about him. I thought maybe I'm not smart enough to understand this movie. Maybe it was just way too deep for me, for The Predator. Maybe this the was predator, too deep, okay. and I'm just not smart enough to understand it. That's why I thought it was such a shit show. I could be wrong. <laughs> I, I enjoy his performance. I enjoy Keith. I think from the, the Loonies, he was one of my probably favorite characters. I guess. Nebraska, I hated. I hated the whole cigarette <laughs> stick. Oh my god, I was tired of seeing it. I was like, someone put that out, please. Not because of the cigarette. It was just so hacky. The whole like, oh, I have to have a cigarette every second, and uh, before I shoot my sniper gun, hold on, let me light this cigarette. I was like, oh, come on. Oh, like, do they have to make him so hacky? Yeah, they like- did. No, and. Again, it fits in with the the theme. Like when they go toward the beginning of the movie where they take her to the lab and the room stretches. And they're like, we're going to do this every time. And he tells the joke. And I was like, oh, this movie is like really going to push my nerves. I I, I didn't mind that. I like the fact that he got kind of chastised for making that corny joke. And I was like, good. (laughs) I I was hoping that that was a little redeeming and it was going to, you know, permeate the rest of the movie that it wasn't going to be so bad. But no, No, that was just some false hope on my part. It was a consistent theme of... Pure badness. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was not, it was, yeah, it was, it did not hold up at all. So what is your next scene? Or do we want to continue with the loonies? Do you have any more? I have more thoughts with, with the loonies in general, but those might be for like the come on fam and a couple others. So I, I don't know if I have a whole nother scene because we covered my first scene together and then I covered the thumbs up. I did three. Three? Yes, okay. I did. So it should be on you because <clears throat> you've only done two. So for me, the uh, another scene that I had was, and I had two more really. So you have four. Yeah, I had, I had four scenes overall okay. and I feel like my scene with during the lab predator kind of breakout, it was an overlap with yours as well. My next scene would be right after the Predator actually breaks out of the lab facility when they're in the bus and they they see the Predator for the first time and they all realize they have to get out of there and break out. So they start making a commotion, you know, they're trying to get the attention of the officers so they can come in. The process of them breaking out was just so silly to me because the officers decided to walk all the way into the bus, the back where all the prisoners are, 
and then tell them to get on the ground. Once they were all in their close quarters with no weapons drawn or anything, they had the idea, by the way, get on the ground. And then he cocks the shotgun. I was like, you could have done that from <laughs> right. even without even opening the gate. Right? Ready for action, right. <laughs> They're called the loonies, not the friendlies. <laughs> he's to, yeah, right. He's supposed to come back. TTG training. You got a guy go. trying to kill himself. Yeah. You got a guy set a car on fire. Like, so they, they, they seemingly were not prepared to handle the detainees as, yeah. Yeah, as, as, as people that are in charge of detainees. And then after that, once they finally, you know, punch the, the, the officers and get him under control, then they cut to the driver who was apparently on Candy Crush or something. <laughs> like he didn't notice that all that was going on back there because they managed to make their way all the way up to the front of the bus. And then he was like, oh, right. I have prisoners in my back here. <laughs> I should be alert. So that was a whole right? other. Right. I was like, it would have been different if they would have shot like a, a, one of the loonies going to him. But no, they cut to the where they were all finished. But you back. also also you, you also know dealing with them that they are military people. They have military training. And all of that stuff. They're not just random people off the street. So you have to, should be taken into consideration when handling them. This movie didn't take a lot of stuff into consideration though. So the, the military was like kind of, it was like used as like a plot piece, but only the very fact that it's just the name military <laughs> and that they could use now facilities and vehicles that military people use. In terms of like tactics or any kind of like discipline or any kind, no, none of that was applied or logic processes or training i was very confused they were acting like you said like random dudes on the job for the first time right dealing with right. all they these were just people like amateur. so I, I i didn't give them as much benefit of the doubt because they were they should have kicked them and screamed noob as they ran out Noobs. <laughs> yeah it had to be like police officers you know they're not trained at that level to deal right. with military personnel perhaps but these are mps no, these were other right. military yeah. Person- <laughs> right yeah these are MPs. Oh, like you get no slack so then they commandeered the bus they got the control of it and then um Olivia Munn, you see her chasing her, and her yeah. character name was Casey. You see her yeah. chasing Predator down to all the catwalks and everything. Uh, and then uh, they're driving the bus towards the Predator, trying to kind of track it. And then Quinn, Quinn McKenna, who's the, the star character, he delivers this glorious line <laughs> in the bus. He goes, I'm a sniper. Just get me close, baby. <laughs> and then he proceeds to use a shotgun and misses twice. <laughs> I was like, what? why did they choose wow. that line uh, wow. of to have him deliver and then have him try to shoot one-handed a shotgun from a moving bus and still miss twice? And the Predator just turned around and took care of that real quick. So, r- real quick, let me jump to a ridiculous line. If Hold your thought for a second. Because we're talking about ridiculous lines. When yeah. the bullies are chasing the kid and they say they're hungry for Asperger. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this is the most... Well, fucking bullies... I'm not letting nobody bully who tell me they're hungry for Asperger. That's we're just gonna fight. You're gonna have to show me that you got hands at that point. Like I'm not letting you just bully me if you use the term Asperger freely. So the bullies were very uh, not bullyish. No, it was just a caricature of a bully. It was yeah, right. <laughs> it was like if you ask somebody who never got actually bullied what a bully would look like or how a bully acted, that's what they would put down. They'd be like, "Oh, they're just mean and they they curse a lot." That's what a bully oh, does. And in regards to that, actually, now that you bring it, since it's very related to that, in that same scene where the bullies, you know, pull the. <laughs> They pull the fire alarm. Yeah. And then they go into, you know, the, they show the character, a young boy who was played by, oh, I think it's James, James, I'm oh, sorry, Jacob Tremblay. They show his character, you know, they, they're kind of trying to let us know that he has autism. Asperger's or he's on the spectrum of yeah. autism. And that same scene where he's kind of in the corner holding his, his ears, they show the teacher just walk right out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, what kind of teacher has a fire drill? 
and does not account for any of the children. Time like, time out. Stop. Take a step back. You said fire drill. A fire drill is usually known True. ahead of time. This was a fire as far as she's concerned. <laughs> There's a fire alarm going off that was not pre-planned and she bounced on the kid. She's the yo, her job. Like any man for himself, yo. <laughs> she, she, she should probably lose her fucking job. If they show more of that scene, she might have been shoving the kids. Yeah. <laughs> she move out of the way. Right? She knocked the kid over. <laughs> she stiff-armed one of the little bastards. Not even a head count. I was like, I've worked in a school. I've been yes, in a school. Right. <laughs> right. right. Not a single n- nothing. They just like dipped out of there. So that was related to, to okay. that scene. So my last scene is the hunter spaceship crash scene when the hunter predator gets on the ship and he's trying to fly away with the, the boy, the McKenna's uh, son. Yeah. Throughout the movie, the hunter killed everybody in like one movement or two. He was like, boom. You're done. Wham. You're done. Seven of you. No problem. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. He goes and he, he takes out a whole platoon. Right. No problem. And he seemingly decides to just slug it out with McKenna at the end there. He's like, yeah, we're going to box. <laughs> gonna go ahead, Show me your hands. Like, he's like... <laughs> I was like, why? Why, is, why does he choose him to just, why you know, just do a little bit of rope-a-dope? Off? Yeah. Like, he has all the weaponry, everything. But, but even but... if he doesn't use weaponry, his, his mouth is like... 10 feet tall and he could bite his face off. And he smashed the other traitor hunter with with a, with his hand. Bam, Bam once. Right, yeah. <laughs> he one hit acquitted another predator. <laughs> but struggled with a human. Flailing him around and McKenna's just just completely fine. So that was a, an interesting part of that scene. He and he does the same thing for Casey, Olivia Munn's character. He slaps her and she like flails and falls. He flung Key's character across into a tree, <laughs> and he flung the other character, I forget, the one that had Tourette's, into a tree like 30 feet up, and he got impaled. One of my Come On Fam scenes was when he jumped on him while he was on fire. The dude with Tourette's, the right. predator was on fire. He jumps on him and, like, wrestles with him. It didn't make sense to me. You can't wrestle with someone who's on fire. <laughs> he really just wanted to wrestle the predator on fire. <laughs> Hey, we talk about putting down guns and throwing hands. And in this movie, mad people put down the weapons and threw hands. So I guess... <laughs> they really wanted to see right, what they, the Hunter was what about. What people was about, right. Remember, okay. this movie was the number one movie the weekend it opened. <laughs> that means a significant amount of people had to go see this. So I guess we're now into some more come on fam scenes. Um, we covered a lot of mine, though, in the process of this. Oh, I thought it was great. My, one of my favorite things. So it's in the, I, I guess, hotel, wherever they were, where Olivia Munn's sleeping and then she wakes up. Yeah. And he plucks her like she's talking. The nose, yeah. And he plucks her. The nose. I love that. That was like the best scene <laughs> of the movie to me. That's pretty sad. <laughs> I like that too. too. I, that was a pretty funny sequence when they were like taking bets on what she was going to, when she woke up. What yeah, she was yeah. Do. That was probably one of the funnier sequences of that movie. And that made me be like, oh, this might be okay. This could be okay. There were several parts where it gave you hope. Like so yeah. several parts where I was like, oh, this is going well. What did you think of the Predator Dogs? Take it or leave it. I didn't really feel any kind of way about that. I didn't. That scene with the, yeah, the American people, was it? Yeah. I thought that scene was a little bit useless. I thought that dog was going to become, he didn't even fight the dog. He just kind of walked <laughs> up to the ran. kid. I, I was waiting for something. And then, yeah. so he didn't fight the dog. The dogs that came out and the dog, you know, the actual pit bull was, was afraid of the, the alien dogs, right? And then at the end of that whole scene, when they're driving away, they show the pit bull running at the bus. And nothing happened with that afterwards. I was like, what was that for? (laughs) 
I didn't understand why that made the movie. When Key closed the door, I was waiting for like the dog to like, jump in. They dog action, so I don't know. But they didn't really get there. <laughs> They just need a no, dog or dog. dog I told you this shit is soft core dumb porn. <laughs> it's stupid people. The, the porn. dog this did is not what fight. People are into. The dog did not go into the. It didn't become like a. Oh, now we have to save this dog because he kind of became like part of the family. No, it was just a dog for the dog's sake. I thought the predator dogs look like old ass Jamaican men who have dressed <laughs> their whole life and then they start balding towards the front and shit. <laughs> It just have like a, a droopy ass face. I, that's what I felt about the fucking predator dogs. I was not feeling them. I thought they looked dumb. I didn't understand why shooting a dog would make him become friendly towards you. <laughs> that's, that was the weird. I have never choice there. <laughs> like they shot him in the head, and he comes back. And I yeah. get that he 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 didn't want to fight anymore, but you would come back. I was like. Uh... I don't buy it. Around that scene, I thought I have um when the cop car goes breaking through the fence, that that was probably the most yes. realistic scene of the entire movie. Like when it goes breaking <laughs> actually, through the face and the trunk opened and everything. I'm like, oh, snap. Look, we have realism finally. After almost Yeah, but then hour. a second later, so. he rolls out of the car for no reason because he could have just stopped. <laughs> there was no reason yeah. for that. And he did the, the token slide across the front of the hood. Yeah, like the Dukes of Hazards. Yes. Yeah, I noticed that. It was trash. So, what did, uh, do you have other Come On Fam scenes? I, I think I've touched um, on yeah. most of mine already. I have a couple of Come On Fam scenes. Most of them were on the order of appearance as I noticed them. <laughs> and you covered some of them. You know, you covered the severed arm, thumbs up. <laughs> ridiculous. Made no sense. And the hotel scenes. Did you notice how they all had money, apparently, to get a hotel and get beers? <laughs> and make When bets. they were just... In jails, I was like, "How? Where did they get all this money from? Yeah, to do all this." I was like, "I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they got it from you know Casey Olivia Munn's character. Maybe oh, they robbed her pockets. If you think about it, that's the only logical conclusion there. To get to the hotel when she shot herself in the foot and fell off the bus. Yes, I was like, "Oh, tone setter. I wish I would have. I I needed to pay more attention to that mo- that part of the movie towards the end." When I was like, oh, this movie yeah. is ridiculous. That was part of that tone. It was supposed to be funny. Did you notice that when they bought her coffee in the bed, right? And she went to get up and not a drop of coffee spilled. It's because she has a tempur man. <laughs> okay. Well, you know those hotel she mattresses are A1. The ones with the fucking yeah. um, the vending machine on the side to make it shake and shit. Like a vibrate. dispenser. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, another come on fam scene that I had, and this was goes into more of our IT background. You know, for those of you who don't know, both Modern and I are in the IT industry. They get into the spaceship and Sterling K. Brown's character, you know, Traeger goes, hook the translator into the mainframe, download everything. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, like mainframe, huh? <laughs> oh, you think they have like Word documents or PDFs? What do you think? <laughs> they got a big fucking AS400 <laughs> somewhere with a, with thin they, clients and blinking lights. Yeah, this was that was that you was. You think they have gifs? A lot of gifs in there. You, know? you think they're on, they're on WhatsApp? <laughs> oh, it's like man. that easy, huh? You could just this plug in and just, just download. <laughs> this movie uh, made my head hurt. Everybody, just want to let y'all know. And they made a whole, a whole big deal about having the kid come in and unlock the door. That's a whole nother other thing. I didn't even touch that. I just, they tried to, you know, I, I feel like they were really trying to make autism or bring awareness to autism or bring it up. So I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll let that slide. But they made a big deal about the kid being able to open the door. And then at the end of the movie, 
McKenna just seemingly pushes anybody he wants. Whoop, doors open here, <laughs> doors open left. Oh, like, so why did they need the whole kit for? Apparently, you did, all the buttons are in plain English. You could just press whatever you want and open up, order coffee, <laughs> just <get> to go. <laughs> oh, man, this movie. I wanted to know where Olivia Munn got her gun training from. I thought about she that. She went from scientist to fucking cowboy in like 20 minutes. And she, was, she had the stand. She had and everything. She, let, she was letting off different guns, too. It's not like she just had the tranquilizer. She had like a Uzi at some point. She was licking off shots, and I was I was quite impressed. Her evolution. Yeah, first of all, so that was a tranquilizer gun, and most people know how to hold a gun, right. even if they don't know how to fire or whatever. So I gave her the better. But then later on, you're right. She started holding all kinds of guns. And <laughs> just knew how to handle herself well. So that was uh, very interesting as well. And I think my last come on fam scene so i have funny stuff and tidbits but my last come on fam scene was when olivia munn you know casey they show her looking at the ship at the end of the movie and it's like miles away and apparently she can still see what's going on 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 top of the the ship when they're fighting and all that but she's looking at the ship and you can tell it's really far away and she's on a a ridge and then at the end of the scene at the ending scene when they're fighting she comes out of fucking she shows up yo son yeah i have written down (laughs) where did casey come from and how did she get the ball that was in Quinn's ass? Oh no! So he dropped it. The kid right, dropped it. I know. It I didn't realize he got it, but she she got it. But and how it she came found out it and all that? Yeah, <laughs> and it came out of nowhere. Not to mention her her next level hiking skills because she got off that ridge hella quick and still managed to trek a couple of miles towards the ship crash site. To me, that's the equivalent of the whole helicopter chase from Mission Impossible. They're like, come on, <laughs> that happened in ten seconds, and then they just—that's <laughs> really convenient, guys. Yeah, so that, I think that was my last come on fam scene. Okay, so what are your funny moments? Because you said you had a couple of those. Well, this is probably a funny moment and just something I noticed. Did you notice Tervante Rhodes, who played Nebraska, says, get to the choppers in the beginning? I when did. When they just got out of the bus. I was like, there's no way you can say that line and not think about Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of did, but then I was just like... I hate this movie. <laughs> that had to be a like an Easter egg that the writers put in there yeah. because then yeah. the next scene it was choppers and not choppers. You know, right. it was not yeah. a helicopter; it was motorcycles. And I was like, that had to have been intentional. And then I noticed that they made the whole character very hacky, so it, it made the sense whole afterwards. Movie was very hacky. Yes. yes, but he was because like he wasn't so terrible. Neither was the Tourette's guy, maybe or. But I felt like for whatever reason, Trevante Rhodes' character was especially poor. <laughs> he stood out to me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and did you notice a very odd product placement in the beginning with the Nicorette and the Don Julio? No, I, I you again, you're way better at this than I am. <laughs> okay. They, I was like, why did they choose? I, I was trying to figure out the black guy's name, government agent, and I didn't even do a good job. <laughs> and you're talking about fucking Nicorette and Don Julio. <laughs> I was hoping that it would tie back to something. So did, nah, because, I, I missed that. No, it did not at all. The beginning with the Don Julio. The Don Julio thing is just a product placement. Easy enough. You know, tequila is Mexico. Let's go with stereotypes. But tequila is a very Mexican right. thing. Fine. But the Nicorette gum, I was like, why did they show us him chewing Nicorette gum? They didn't show him to be like extra nervous or complaining even about kicking a habit or anything. So whatever. That was interesting. So one of my funny things was what kind of scumbag throws stuff at a trick-or-treater who knocks at their door? Like you just don't <laughs> answer. <laughs> you just you just don't answer and you leave them alone. You don't fucking hit them with yeah. stuff. That's 
That's this like what super you get, you extra little... level scumbaggy, scumbaggery as we would call it. Someone knocks on your door randomly. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I respect that. You, you might get a pass. Yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah. Kids it depends what time it is. Yeah. It's Halloween, but... fam. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and what's your front light on? Um, if your front light is on, that's open season. I'm allowed to knock on your door. You're not. You don't have to answer. You're not obligated. But your front lights on. That means I can knock on your door. I am very familiar with the trick or treat etiquette. So. Oh, you got it down pat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The whole neighborhood has to participate, damn it. It's for the kids. Feel you. And then my last funny moment was um Sterling Key Brown's character, Traeger. He was such a dick. <laughs> the whole movie. A, he was a waste of a character for me. His name is Government Agent, first of all. Stop calling him an actual name. It's because his name's Government Agent. And he fucking Government sucked. Agent all right. Yeah, Government, government Agent, agent number one. Trash. <laughs> And I hated him. He had gum his whole fucking the entire time. He was chewing gum. I guess that was the introduction. To, I don't know how that played into a character trait. He's a gum chewer. What does that mean? I, 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 I don't see how that helped. I felt like they just wasted him as a character because like, he's just a really good actor. So disappointed. He was definitely in, in a hacky movie, and you know it's Hollywood. You got to do what you got to do. I did like his character because he was the only one that wasn't so overly ridiculous. I felt. But he was kind of ridiculous. So in the levels of ridiculousness, right. it's all relative. <laughs> the, right. The, the ridiculous relativity scale, I guess. Yes. Okay. In the right. ridiculous relativity scale, <laughs> he was not that bad. So he he ended up being one of he was Will the Hunting that, like, compared the most. To, to everybody else in yes. that movie. Yes. <laughs> okay. They spent so much time on him, though. The, the movie revolved around him and his actions to try to, you know, connect the predator and get right. him back. And then they just like, in one fell swoop, kill him off. That scene in the woods was, let's trim right now. It's trimming time. (laughs) Let's see who makes the cut. (laughs) Right. Right. You make it out the woods, you might survive the movie. Yes. This was like, all right, we're about to wrap up shooting. We need everybody gone so that we can just move on to the next scene and finish this up. So we're over budget. (laughs) Right. That's what that felt like. We're over budget and we can only have three characters in the movie going from this point on. So, sorry guys. The kid, he works for free. (laughs) So, I felt kind of bad. I was like, really? This is, after all that, this is how you, like, end his character after him being such a badass? I appreciated the fact that in that whole Mexican standoff scene where they're all pointing at each other. He's like, you can shoot me. I don't care. You can shoot the kid too. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> He's about that life, right? Yeah, He's I was like, like yeah, whatever. I, I haven't seen that one before. Yeah, right. I was like, yo. He's like, I'm kind of 10. You're going to shoot me and the kid. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't so ready what for you all gonna that. What you going to do? Yeah. Man up, homie. So yeah, that's, uh, I think that's the way wraps up my funny stuff or like random tidbits of the movie. So I, I I'll go into my overall review. Okay. I'm gonna do what what was the sandwich thing? A good, a bad, and a good? Yeah, it's a sandwich method. I learned that from Liz, by the way. Okay, so so I'm gonna do a good, a bad, and a good. So yesterday you texted me and you said, Do you have anything good to say about this movie? And it was actually before you saw it. And I had sent yes. you a couple of gifts that indicated it may be a train wreck. And you said yeah, and I said, Yes, absolutely. I thought the story was a good story. I thought it has so much potential as a story like the evolution of the predator they brought predator tech back to the earth if he would have been able to throw that predator suit on and actually use it in the movie that would have been kind of dope i thought there was some okay predator battles the bad the bad was like the rest of the movie the entire movie i just (laughs) that's it (laughs) yeah like man it was hard to watch it wasn't cohesive Right in the middle of the, so we were watching it on Google Play. 
and okay. on YouTube, but we purchased it through Google Play. And in the middle of the movie, we get an error, and Liz goes, "Even the TV couldn't take it." <laughs> and I was like, "Ouch, <laughs> ouch, oh man, that's how I feel." Ooh. I understand what you're saying. It was just, but a good was they had oh, some all right fight scenes. I thought the Predator was a little too ridiculous, but not so much that I didn't. The design of the character costumes. I thought the big Predator was kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. That was different. I thought the movie had a really great potential for storyline. Like the evolution of the human. The autism is the evolution of the human species. The Predator's looking for an autistic kid so they can help evolve the species. The other one with human blood brought back the tech for us to stop them from doing that and taking over. These are the components of a really good story. But they wanted again to be Deadpool. They wanted to be the Deadpool yeah. of the Predators, and it, it didn't work out for me. I was wishing I was watching Mission Impossible. I missed Mission Impossible <laughs> after this. And if you heard see, our first episode, see? I wasn't the hugest Mission Impossible fan. This made me like appreciate. You know, you don't know what you got till it's gone. So uh, yeah, I was I missing. I, I was missing all of the Mission Impossible good. characters. Yeah, <laughs> I did like. I do enjoy Olivia Munn. I thought she. She did all right for what she had. You know, that's a positive. Yeah, what she was working with, yeah. Yeah, for what she was working with. She made, it made me laugh a few times. I just think, I, I don't know, I enjoyed the Predator movie. I thought Predator 1 was an excellent movie. I thought Predator 2 was a, a really good movie. You know, there was tension. I didn't really feel a lot of tension or build up or a lot of any of that stuff. It was just like kill, 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 fight, stop, run, kill, 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 fight, stop, run. Yeah, it didn't do it for me. My take on that was the same as yours in, in the sense of a Predator name. They came back to just plain Predator. And that gave me some hope that they were going to... First, I thought it was going to be a, uh, an actual full reboot. So it wasn't a full reboot in the sense that they they remade the original Predator. No, it was con- it was continuing in continuity with the, essentially the Predator storyline. Yeah, it wasn't definitely a oh, reboot yeah. or start over or anything like that, which was confusing to me too. I, I thought it was funny because I, I'm the one who suggested this movie. I'm a bastard. I understand that. Did you all hear that? Did you all hear that? <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> but I was wondering for weeks why Google Play kept telling me The Predator was a new movie. Because even the, the box art for the movie looks like the original Predator box art. So I was like, oh, that must just be the original Predator. They remade it. So then I saw it. And again, you thought, I thought it was, it was Google suggesting from your, your searches? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, it was new to rent. I'm like, maybe it wasn't digitized before. And I, I just never noticed Remastered. That. Yeah. Yeah. It was, there was nothing, the word master in that movie should not be in the same vicinity, so. <laughs> My take on that was, like I said, because the Predator name was on it, I thought it was uh, originally a full reboot. I found out very quickly that it was not. And then after actually beginning to watch it, I recognized some of the characters. And I was like, oh, so I, I had very little knowledge going in of what the premise was, who the characters were. And I wanted to kind of just come into it clean because I knew I had my own biases from the Alien versus Predator series. And I didn't want to bring that into this one. So I was like, you know what? Let me just view it without looking it up or seeing. I didn't even know what the, what the, the rating was for the movie going in. But I did look it up while I was watching it. And it totally made sense. So <laughs> I thought we looked it up. We didn't look it up beforehand, though. No? We looked up the Rotten Tomato. Uh, if we did, I might, I might have forgot. Oh yeah, well, I think we did look it up. We looked up the Rotten remember. Tomato, and the um, people liked it, and it was like seventy-three yeah, percent of thing. people liked it. We've seen that with a lot of movies that, that are bad. not good. So yeah. I don't know if just it's just people just clicking or bots or what, but. 
do not trust people liking movies on Google. All right. <laughs> just want to put that out there. This, 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 I, we didn't like it. <laughs> that's, yes. that's what he's saying. He's more diplomatic than I am. But to go on the sandwich method, I had hopes for it. But my hopes were not met. And um, while the movie was going on, a positive, it wasn't long. It wasn't that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It had that going for it. And I will admit, certain times I paused just to kind of take a break a little bit because it was a lot. But it was still not that long, so it didn't make for it. it didn't like drag. It didn't drag. Yeah, yeah, it didn't drag. So I'll get that. that's the redeeming quality at this point. And then the I would say to to finish it out, I did like the Looney Squad. So I, as I mentioned, I think that was the strongest part of the movie, and that's saying a lot. But I think that whole <laughs> ensemble and the way they were playing off each other, it was definitely hacky, and a lot of parts were. But they played well together, um, so that was something I liked as well. But overall, I think it fell right back into what I expected from Alien vs. Predator and those those movies. I don't know. Well, they they were not as campy as this, though. No, those were actually trying to be action movies. <laughs> I'll say it like that. They were they were you know, trying to take themselves not. seriously. This this really felt like a parody. Nobody was to see the alien dance. Like I I really felt like at one point a predator was gonna have a top hat and a cane and shimmy across the fucking screen and dance because it was just that fucking campy. <laughs> yeah, my understanding of Predator was, you know, what the name implies. Either Predator, it's going to be a tense movie, almost like uh, a thrilling where you're trying to escape being killed. No, this was a hack. You know what killed me too? You know what really, really, I just really just jumped in my head. The movie starts and they're in the jungle. Yes. Or in the woods. And I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, this is going to be like the original Predator He's right, gonna, he's gonna Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, he's gonna need, and then he just starts running up on the ship, and it's just, it was just bad. So, like I said, I had we had all the the right expectations of it, and we were let down all the wrong ways. Yes. And did you catch? There's a sequel coming. So I was, I, I, I was trying to figure that out because it made so much money. I figured it would be a sequel, but they they made it a sequel at the end. I mean. No, 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 no. But it, did it get greenlighted? Oh, I don't know if it... I'm talking oh, about... Oh, you meant the like they, they left room for a sequel. I got it. I got it. I got it. Room is putting it, I would say, gently. They pretty much pointed out to the fact that, hey, I'm going to use that suit in the next yeah, movie. Yeah, right, 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 right. To fight. <laughs> but that's why I said they should have yeah. used that suit in the finale of this movie. Yes. That, that suit looked pretty cool. He should have had to jump in that suit and they could have sent like two more of the big predators to fight. He'd have fought three of them. That would have, you know, made me a little happy at least. That movie was pretty terrible, people. Yeah. This we do this for you guys, just so y'all know. Like for the fans. <laughs> we went through painful. this so y'all don't have to go through that. Right. Right. <laughs> right. right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So anything else you want to say about the movie? No, I think we've said enough. Okay. I think for the diehard fans of the series, it's it's an insult almost, but I think I don't think they'll like it. I don't think I, I think it's shit for them too. Yeah, it's shit. Yeah, but with a capital S H I T, it was bad. And I'm trying not to be negative. I know y'all probably, if you don't actually know me and you listen to this, you might think I'm like a contrarian and I, I'm just mean. But this was a badass movie. <laughs> it was it was pretty terrible. Not the typical badass. No, no, this is yeah. It's not like bad mean the bad, but bad mean the good. <laughs> No, it was fucking bad. <laughs> like, horrid. So, a couple things. We have some corrections from last episode. Yep. So, my apologies to everybody when we started getting to the Mission Impossible scenes. I was so happy to, or excited to have our first overlap. I got a little confused. We got a little thrown off. 
We recovered as the professionals we are. <laughs> the show must Two go episode on. professionals, <laughs> right? One time, real quick anecdote. My daughter was in a dance performance. She comes out. She falls right on her ass. She popped up and kept dancing. And everybody was like, she's the coolest kid ever. She didn't start crying or anything. <laughs> and a lot of other kids would have bought their eyes out. The show must go on. <laughs> so I didn't cry. I got back up. <laughs> kept it moving and we continued and i also had a correction for that as well i think that what initiated that confusion i was confusing lark initially with lane so that was the body double scene so lark is the asian guy from the bathroom scene and lane is the bad guy bad guy bad with guy the nuclear weapons yeah yeah with the nuclear weapons and the beard you know apologies it was our first episode uh we're still learning thank you for listening so we're gonna start closing it out yes follow us on instagram facebook twitter at only a movies pod there's trailers up only a movies pod you want to be an early adopter come check us out you want to be one of the first to be like i was here from the beginning when they were still a mess <laughs> Now they've just less of a mess than they were in the beginning. I watched them grow up. Right? <laughs> one is loud and the other one mumbled. But now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a natural loud. mumbler. That's just, you know, my yeah. dad was a and mumbler. I'm just naturally my loud. grandfather was a mumbler. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. I'm just from Brooklyn. So uh, just that. And I'm little. So you have to be naturally loud to not get run over. So, so you can uh, use the hashtag. Only in Movies Pod. You can tag us. Let us know what movies you want us to cover in the future. Let us know if something you noticed from the movie that you want to point out to us. We're going to be checking all that out and engaging with you all. Leave any comments on our pages and we'll make sure we keep putting out good content for you guys. Yeah. So if you have any movie suggestions, feel free to drop them. Things, you know, things we should be aware of. Funny scenes. We may cover some funny scenes just as anecdotes in the beginning of the show. Again, we're growing and evolving. So grow and evolve with us. Join us next time for things that happen only in movies.